0: Hey, y'all. Today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. If you're looking for a great treat for yourself, your kids, your parents, your... Uncle, your aunt, your grandparents, your neighbors, the mailman, the person down the street, we your, get it. your Uber Eats delivery person, all oh. you got to do is give some crumble cookies because everybody loves some crumble.
1: And on the menu this week, the vanilla glaze featuring Cinnamon Toast Crunch, a cinnamon sugar cookie topped with a vanilla cream cheese glaze, crushed Cinnamon Toast Crunch pieces, and a sprinkle of cinnamon
0: sugar. There's also the chocolate peanut butter chip. Now, this is one of those uh, chocolate cookies that they then pack with melty Reese's peanut butter chips.
1: How about the a birthday cake, a fluffy cake batter cookie, a fluffy cake batter cookie with vanilla cream cheese frosting and a splash of rainbow sprinkles.
0: There's also the Neapolitan. Now, this one is uh, two cookies. It's a rich chocolate cookie and a smooth vanilla cookie that they stack together and top with a tart strawberry frosting.
1: Also, the mystery cookie this week. Is it one of your favorites or something you haven't tried yet? It's There's, a
0: mystery. It's a mystery. Maybe start at the beginning. I think I'm. A, that's not going to work.
1: And this week, the mystery cookie. Is it one of your favorites or something you haven't tried yet? It's a mystery.
0: There's also the classic pink sugar. It's the all-time favorite. It's a vanilla sugar cookie that they top with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And the milk
1: chocolate chip. You can't go wrong with the classic thick, soft, packed with milk chocolate chips.
0: Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can download the app, which lets you order online and save some time. Or check them out at crumblecookies.com.
1: Here's the podcast.
0: Up Arkansas, this is Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry.
1: Good morning, Brandon Baxter.
0: Here we are. Today is Friday. It is February the twenty fourth of twenty twenty three. Today is National Tartar Sauce Day.
1: All right, get you a piece of fish and dip it in that tartar sauce.
0: You're trying to emulate, uh, imitate what. My father-in-law sounds like when he says he's going to cook us some fish.
1: Yeah. I've never heard it said that way until you, and now I say it that way every
0: time. Fish. Fish. Y'all want me to cook some fish? I'm going to go fishing. (laughs) It's like we revert to being a little kid. Uh (laughs) I don't want to eat fish. Fish. So, uh, yeah, it's always funny if I get um, like a catfish basket or something like that. And uh, Leslie and Kyle are like, ooh, you're eating the tartar sauce. Ugh. Yeah. But for me, I love it. I do too. So it's a little bit of lemon, a whole bunch of onion, and some tartar sauce. And it's straight up Nana Doris all the way. Yeah. Onion. O- onion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my other father-in-law says.
1: Uh, you're making me imitate all of your uh, father in law
0: And guess what my wife said last night? What? I was going to have you imitate her.
1: Oh, God.
0: Leave me alone.
1: Okay. No, no, that's not what she sounds like.
0: Of course it's not. Uh, Today is also National Tortilla Chip Day, so crunch on that as you get your day started. All right. First thought of the day, KP Go.
1: So speaking of tortilla chips, I think ever since the lime tortilla chips came out along with the jalapeno tortilla chips, you know where it will say like hint of lime or whatever. Ooh, yeah. I don't think I have bought a normal plain bag of tortilla chips since those came out. Really? Yes.
0: And see, I, I, I get it. I love
1: it. Especially the lime. There's something about dipping it in salsa oh. and that's that like kind of that aftertaste of a little bit of that, that lime. Oh, I love it.
0: You're gonna make me want that stuff. I
1: know. So like it did, and it goes with like every dip, it seems like. Even with cheese dip, you put it, in, you know, and then all of a sudden there's a hint of lime. Oh.
0: And see, Kai's not a lime person. Yeah. He's like, oh dad, not the lime. You know the ones I like? The salsa verde ones. Have you ever had those? Ooh,
1: no, I haven't.
0: No, those are really good as well. I'll have to try so those. you're gonna make me want to go home and get a bag of chips to eat with my fish. Fish. Fish and chips.
1: Besides fish, uh what's your First thought of the day, Double B, go.
0: Well, I'm prepared to be tatted again. I think I've uh, found my guy. I've been looking for the last week, trying to talk to all the different tattoo artists around the state.
1: So the loan that you're going to have to take out of $15,000 to get a yeah. sleeve, um, yeah. is your wife going to get to do something for her as well, herself as well?
0: She is. She gets to go to work to pay for this. <laughs>
1: congratulations you're she, getting
0: a job she's always <laughs> wanted something fun so i thought we'd find her some employment <laughs>
1: nice
0: no but i was all excited because i found a guy and he's like Ooh, i have a vision for what we can do here and you're know, like tattoo guys are they're so hyper creative yeah. right and they can see things in things that we don't see right all of a sudden uh, you know i think i'm able to maybe I'm i'm gonna be able to swing this one All right. I was thinking, you know, I was looking at different tattoos last night, like things that look kind of cool, right? Well,
1: here we go with the
0: what looks cool.
1: This is where you start messing up. You start worrying about what looks cool. But go ahead. What looks cool, Brandon? Well, Ben Affleck has this really Uh, cool. What? Y'all, all all you need to do is is Google Ben Affleck's back tattoo. You know that his wife wears him out about that.
0: Did you know she makes him wear a shirt at all times, even when he showers? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I really did find one. I thought uh, Mike Tyson has this really cool tattoo on his face, like a tribal. I was thinking about that for something different.
1: You should. Yes. You know what? Tribal.
0: That's what I should do. I should tell everybody here I'm going to get a tattoo and come in with one of those temporary fake tattoos on my face. And watch our management team freak out. Like
1: you're just all post
0: Maloned up, just
1: have like all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah. All, yeah. what is it? Always tired or always sleepy or yes, something like that, yes. or no rest. I could do that on my you face. You could
1: put always griping.
0: Okay. Hello? See, see, there's where we're going to draw the line. <laughs> I just know that our place is kind of straight laced, like it's all suited up and stuff like that. Yeah. As opposed to like us. So if I rolled in with a face tattoo, they would all freak out, but they wouldn't know how to address it.
1: You know that they've been doing that ever since you've been here.
0: Oh, they freaked out before I got hired. Yeah. Joke's on (laughs) y'all. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So in kind of a very weird, like random circumstance situation, I talk about wanting to get a face tattoo and uh, Kelly goes to her phone and realizes that it was exactly three years ago where I did a fake face tattoo. That says Jana on my face.
1: Yes, um, apparently three years ago you thought it would be quote cool <laughs> or look cool, which you are still saying to this day. Yeah, um, to get a tattoo. So it seems like you go through these little phases of wanting to get certain tattoos. But this one, I'm glad you're not in this phase again. This was this was a Jana Kramer tattoo, yeah. and you thought she would like her name on your face.
0: I'm sure she would, and it's weird though because like we looked at the date. And it's randomly, literally February twenty fourth of twenty twenty. Like, how is that three years to the day that I bring up a face tattoo? I probably haven't said that in three years.
1: And when you posted it that day, wasn't the next day when all that stuff went down, saying that they were uh, getting separated, her and her
0: husband <clears throat> at the time? Okay, see, this is not this is not appropriate. Leave my I Tana know. alone.
1: Here we go. Why you wanna show up in a- it's her song to oh, me, y'all. Oh, oh, yeah. down, I am. Tell me Do you know she has a new boyfriend? I don't know how to
0: respond. You know she's pointing at him now. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's pointing right at me. All right. She's
1: pointing at him.
0: No, she's not. Okay. I know her, and she is Stay just... in your fantasy land. She is still a little bit upset that I'm married. I think that's what it is. That... Do you think that's what it is? Yes. Hey, there's a study out today, a survey that was talking to people about social media and about a little more than a third of people say they've taken an extended break from social media because it was having a negative effect on their life. Like the percentage is like 36% of people. So almost one in every three people have been like, you know what? I need a break.
1: And I think if some people were kind of really thinking about it, they would agree. Like they're on it all the time. Like myself, we're on it all the time, but I would like to take a break sometimes.
0: Yeah, see, and there's so many of us that it just becomes such a part of, like, the habit. Like, oh, I got to breathe today. I guess I got to eat, and I got to go ahead and scroll social media. Right. Uh, But a lot of people have taken that break. They say, uh, as we look at kind of like the subcategories, they say that older people, especially 65 and older, are least likely to step away from social media because they, I mean, they get all into it. And they're looking at kids and grandkids and neighbors and church members and all that stuff. I agree. So they love it and they don't want to get rid of it. Younger people maybe are probably a little more legit with it. And we go, hey, you know what? I think I'm trying to judge myself based on this person's body or this person's house or their car or whatever.
1: Well, there's so many studies coming out, especially with teenage girls and Mm -hmm. young women, that social media is messing their minds up as far as comparing and and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I just think there's a lot of negative stuff that we don't understand is going to happen with our kids, Mm -hmm.
0: you know? What I promise you it does it to adults as well. Yeah my, yeah, my wife told me last night, and I haven't really paid attention to the time, but she decided she was going to take a break, and it's been almost sixty days. And she's like, I sit here and I wonder what I was doing before, and like why I went to my phone at all times, and just we we basically just go there, and it's it's mindless scrolling. Yeah. And now so much of what we see is advertising. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, okay, now everybody's selling something. Right, I know. But again, the stat show about one in every three people has left social media because they felt it was having a negative effect on their mind. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show high five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Kaysen Hunter. So Kaysen is eight years old from the Little Rock area. Really cool story on Kaysen that's out there today. So Kaysen and his family love going to Waffle House. And they met a server that they see you know on a regular basis whose name is Devontae Gardner. Mm-hmm. So they realize in talking to Devonte because they see him so often, he's going through some stuff like he doesn't have a vehicle right now. Uh, he's had to move his daughters into a hotel. Uh, and the reason he did that is because they had an apartment, but his daughters got sick because there was mold in the apartment and they had to move out. So no car living in a hotel, which can be fairly expensive. Right. Devante says that basically all the stuff that he makes, all his tips go directly to taking care of the kids. So enter 8-year-old Kaysen, who's like, you know what, Dad, I want to do something special. And Kaysen convinces his family to launch a GoFundMe account Aww. for Devontae. The goal was $5,000. Currently, it sits at $4,454. The vision of an 8-year-old. So here's to you, Kaysen Hunter. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Friday morning. It is February the 24th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Go. This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Kane Brown. Kane Brown, uh, it was a big day for him. He announced two big television gigs that are upcoming for Kane, uh, including, number one, he's going to be hosting the CMT Music Awards. He's going to be co-hosting again the award show, which airs on CBS, On April the 2nd, live from Austin, Texas. It's going to be Kane Brown and his co host, Kelsey Ballerini. Kane's also revealed he has his first acting gig lined up. He's going to be on a CBS show, which is called Fire Country. So Kane's going to play a train hopping outlaw who ends up helping injured people at the scene of a crash. So that show, Fire Country, airs on CBS on April the 7th.
1: We have country music news today on Jordan Davis. So Jordan Davis is not only celebrating a new album, but also his family's growing and there's a baby on the way. So days after releasing his album, Bluebird Days, Jordan revealed that he and his wife Kristen are expecting their third baby. And he shared the news in a video referencing a couple of his songs. Here's Jordan.
2: Next thing you know, you got a baby coming in June. I acted out the words in no time soon. She got knocked up. Baby number three coming. Is that, the, is that the way we're saying it?
1: We're pregnant. All right. again. <laughs> yeah, and so Jordan's album, Bluebird Days, is out now, and it features No Time Soon, and his song, Next Thing You Know.
2: we no, weren't really trying, next thing you know. it's a test on the counter, next thing you know. She's standing there crying, nodding her head, yes.
1: You're half excited, half scared to death, because next thing you know, you're wearing scrubs and a funny white hat in a... Doctor saying how you doing there daddy nobody's ever called you that and you take to drive home soul so congratulations goes, to Jordan Davis and his wife and also his album Bluebird Days
0: it's great yeah. go listen to it he's good uh, and country music news today on Dirk's Bentley i got some rust on my Chevy but it's ready. So, Dierks Bentley's tenth album. It's called "Gravel and Gold." It's out today. It features that song, which is his current radio single, "Gold." There's also his duet with Arkansas's Ashley McBride. That song is called "Cowboy." on the album. There's also a song and I, I was listening through it this morning and there's a song called Beer at My Funeral. Oh. I kind of like that one too. They Kelly's album, Gravel and Gold, is out today. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show.
1: Did you know the planet Uranus was first named George? When William Herschel first discovered the planet in 1781, the English astronomer named it the Georgium Sidus, which means the Georgian planet, in honor of King George III. Really? Yeah.
0: That would have ruined so many of my jokes. I know. (laughs) 90% of them. All my my planet jokes (laughs) (laughs) revolve around it. Okay. Y'all get it all.
1: Okay. Did you know the organs in Grey's Anatomy surgeries aren't fake? They're cow organs. What? So using synthetic organs for the operation scenes would have been kind of shabby for a medical drama. Also, the hands shown in Grey's Anatomy operation close-ups are real surgeons' hands. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: That's really neat. Didn't know that.
1: And did you know, your childhood high school shows were all shot in the same place. Mm. That's so Raven, iCarly, and Saved by the Bell were all shot at the same school.
0: No way. Yep. Come on.
2: When I wake up in the morning and the longest I don't want.
0: I don't think I'll ever make, make it, it on, on time. All the time I grab my books and I get myself a you
1: didn't know, now you know.
0: Brandon, Baxter in the morning. All right, to all you singles out there, if you're single and ready to mingle, there's a new survey that's been done, a study that figures out, like, the best way to go and find new dates. Oh, this should be good. So, I, I was kind of like, when I saw this and I saw the headline, I was reflecting on how I go about finding dates.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: No, not now. Oh. Of course not now. I've been married forever, but... You know, it's kind of like, I don't know that I would know what to do if all of a sudden I was dropped onto the earth today and I was single. I don't know what I would do. I know. I think
1: it's a lot different than uh, when we were younger.
0: Because like for us, it was like, oh, I met somebody through work or I met somebody through this or at some event or, you know, whatever the case was. Right. Um, but like now it's there's so many other avenues and I don't know that they're better, but it's just where we are in 2023. Right. Right. So the study was done by Match.com, which is a dating website, right? So, I mean, that's already going to kind of probably tell you a little bit of how they feel if mm-hmm. it's a dating website. But they say the, mo- the most popular way to find dates in 2023 is through dating websites and apps. Okay. That's what they say. All right. Have you ever subjected yourself to a dating website or app? No. So you haven't either. Mm-mm. But again, my deal would be I'd be so afraid of rejection that I'm not sure that I'd be able to handle that.
1: I'm kind of like you, too. I'd be like, uh, I just don't. I don't I don't like being that out there.
0: It feels like you're just being judged. right? And people and people don't mm -hmm. really know you and stuff like that. It would just be I would be heartbroken if like all the good looking people were swiping away from me and I was left with not, you know,
1: because I'm sure there's a way a way you can see that people have swiped past you.
0: That's why I stopped looking to see who unfollowed me on social media, because there was a time 10 years ago where I would try to figure that out. Oh, and my God. You still see some people who have that. Hey, so and so, you know, I get this many follows and this many unfollows. That drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, so dating apps and websites is the number one way that people meet uh, now in 2023. Number two is just through social media.
1: Somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody.
0: Well, yeah, and you're like, "Hey, man, what's up?" Just uh, you know, looking at your pictures, you know that, that's well, maybe that's is not that how what you say? say I don't hey think Hey, man, that...
1: what's up? Looking at your pictures.
0: This is why I would fail in 2023 because if all of a sudden I was single, I'd be saying okay, stupid in stuff. In three,
1: two, one, you have to give me the first three sentences of your DM to a girl that you're going to ask out. Three, two, one.
0: Oh, you might not know me. Oh no! But I'm relatively famous.
1: Oh gosh! <laughs> Delete block.
0: <laughs> okay, let me try again. Ooh, girl, you look good.
1: Ooh, girl. You know what? That might get you a couple. What if it was
0: single and rented, Which there's nothing that says love like somebody trying to hook you up with somebody else. Oh. That sounds like a disaster. I don't want any mm-hmm. of my friends or my family trying to pick somebody for me. always gets
1: upset, too.
0: Exactly. Meeting someone in real life has made the list, but it's a little further down the list. Uh, there's benefits to meeting people online. You get to know people before going on dates. They say there's a larger pool of people to choose from because you're not necessarily just worried about like your neighborhood. And they say you can filter people out or in based on specific requirements and your specific likes. Interesting. The drawbacks? Well, you could be catfished Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you could end up talking to a stalker. Oh my god! They also say that most people make themselves seem better on dating websites and that we're really just judging people based on their looks and what they say on the profile, not who they are.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah.
0: So there's no simple way to go about finding somebody, but according (laughs) to match.com, the most popular way to find someone new in 2023 is through dating websites.
1: Good luck, everyone.
0: Yeah, best of luck to all of you who are single. ...and ready to mingle. Oh, yeah. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy.
1: Washington, D.C. has a problem with juvenile carjacking right now, but one older woman would not let it happen to her. There's a woman in one neighborhood known as Grandma, and when she was on her way to chemotherapy, or she was on her way to chemotherapy, when a 15-year-old boy tried to carjack her... He walked up to her and demanded her keys, saying he had a gun, but Grandma didn't care. She told him, baby, you better shoot me because you're not taking my car. (laughs) He grabbed her hand, and they started brawling. She told the news, quote, he pushed me to the door, and I got up, and I grabbed him, and I was hitting his butt. But I was hitting him and fighting him, and I said, you're not going to take my car, youngin'. Grandma called for help, and the neighbors came out. Uh, the kid ran across the street, but the neighbors caught up with him. Between them and Grandma, the kid got a little roughed up because he left in an ambulance before going to jail.
0: There you go. Yeah. yeah you, who messes with the grandmothers? I know. Good
1: Speaking of a grandma that doesn't play around, after 65 years of being together, my grandpa still calls my grandma darling and beautiful and honey. Oh. So I asked him, what's the secret? Mm-hmm. My grandpa said, well, I forgot her name five years ago, and I'm scared to ask her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. And there's even more proof
1: that people are crazy.
0: Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, I need you to let me know, either by raising your hand, honking your horn, or screaming out the window, Oh! if you're sick and tired of doing chores and housework. It, could you want me to scream? Because I can scream. Yeah, back up, though, if you're going to scream. Are you sick and tired of it? Yes. Gosh. If you're sick and tired of it, give me a heck yeah.
1: Heck yeah.
0: There's experts who are predicting that sometime in the next 10 years, so many of our chores could be automated. Hmm. So I was kind of trying to figure out, like, what would we automate? And they're saying that some of these things really are getting close to the point where maybe by 2033, nobody has to go out and get groceries ever. What? So I know right now you can either do, like, a lot of stores do grocery pickup or they do, you know, delivery. Yeah, deliver them to your house. But this is talking about how... Uh, Robots and artificial intelligence could eventually end up placing the order for you as well. And then really, it's almost all automatic.
1: Well, there's a lot of people that say, hey, Alexa, you know, add this to my whatever order. Alexa can do a lot of that stuff already.
0: Ooh see, I've never tried that Mm -hmm. stuff. I really just use it like to arm the house or listen to music. (laughs) I'm sure there's so many more things Mm -hmm. it can do. Uh, So getting groceries is one of the things they think that we could see uh, automated in in the next 10 years or so. They also say some household cleaning could be done. So imagine like those Roombas or those roving vacuum cleaners. Imagine that going to a different level where you can maybe put something on your counter and they clean your counters or in the microwave to clean the microwave or whatever.
1: Or the kind of carpet or flooring you order is self-cleaning.
0: You know, I've always thought that, that would be one of the most uh one of the smartest things that companies could do. And now they'd probably have to drive up the price to make it right. to where, you know, we, we they feel like it's value because really like I think people put down carpet with the idea you're gonna eventually have to recarpet.
1: Right. So it still could be AI running it, but it's within the carpet within the flooring of of it self cleaning or whatever, instead of like having you know, in my mind, I see a, a robot going around vacuuming.
0: Yeah. You know, if they could ever figure that out, you know, because so no. many of us have, you know, issues with dogs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, they also say other things that could be automated uh, dishwashing, which I mean, that's kind of already there. But I guess the stuff that goes in the sink, maybe yeah. like what if you had something that would just wash your dishes?
1: Yeah, that'd be great
0: cooking. It could be done like that. Mm-hmm. Ironing and folding laundry. Like, think about the time that people spend folding laundry. Do you ever iron? No. Yeah. I don't even know if we have an iron. I don't iron
1: even know anymore. the last time I've ironed. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's been years for me. Like, if I need to get wrinkles out of something, it goes in the dryer for 10 minutes. Yeah. They say things that are are least likely to be automated. They're like, child care is always going to have a purpose. Yep. Caring for the elderly is always going to have a purpose. Uh, more than likely, our pet care is always going to be handled by right. a human being. Uh, car maintenance, probably you need a human doing that to not trust the robot to fix that. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting to think that, you know, if we would have rewound back to when we were kids, so much of what uh, we used to have to do back then is now automated or it's made so much easier, you know, with Alexa, with grocery shopping Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Fast forward 10 years and there's no telling where we're going to be. It's I mean, I hope we're still alive for it. Kelly, in the next 10 years, I hope so, too.
1: Well, I still anything can happen. I hope I'm here to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hope I'm here to see a robot clean my house.
0: (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning and Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays.
2: Happy birthday
0: to you! Oh yeah! Happy birthday to you! Ah. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Friday, February the twenty fourth of twenty twenty three. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Joshua Cronister, who is uh, celebrating today. Love from mom, dad, David, Sissy, and Pete. We have Heath Brunetti of Stuttgart turning 25 years old today. Austin Hayes, also from Stuttgart, is celebrating. William Palmer of Dover is turning two. Happy birthday from Papa and Grandma. Kelly Warner is turning 49 years old today. Heath Mitchell of Stuttgart celebrates. Riley Hitchcock of Jonesboro. Angela Wiggins from Wynn. Sherry Cole of Jonesboro celebrates. Glenn and the whole family. The whole team love you. so. Uh, Josh Warner of Tuckerman celebrates today. Nancy Miller of Pocahontas. Uh, Jared Taylor. Taylor Arms. Yeah. Bro, get armed Whoa. at Taylor Arms. Uh, Jared celebrates today. We have Harper Huckabee, who's turning 14 from Jonesboro. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Celebrating it tomorrow, our buddy and friend, Joe Cook, of Sissy's Log Cabin.
1: Mm-hmm. I think he uh, plays like he's Jordan Davis some part of his life. Like, I think he's actually Jordan Davis.
0: Word do your mother.
1: Okay. No, he don't likes get that it. started. No, he
0: likes that. He does. I know he does. All right, so happy birthday to Joe <laughs> Cook, who celebrates tomorrow. Shawna Cleveland of Jonesboro. Rhonda Ellis of Monticello celebrates Uh, Cindy Bloom of Jonesboro. Shalyn Raleigh, who works for Jonesboro Public Schools, celebrates tomorrow. Happy birthday. Cornelius Lovelace of Jonesboro Fitness Boot Camp celebrates. Nicole Evers of Manila. And Kim Burns of Stuttgart celebrates tomorrow, celebrating on Sunday. We have Trevor Harbors from the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. He celebrates the lobby bar, so... Happy birthday happy to birthday. Trevor. Uh, Susan Johnston from Wynn celebrates. Happy birthday from the boys. Brian David in Dallas. Haley Davis of Wynn's going to celebrate on Sunday. John Greer of Paragould, Stacey Ward in Stuttgart. And Rodney Hanna. Ooh. <clears throat> Rodney Hanna. What is happening? I don't know. Rodney Hanna. He gets three birthday <laughs> shouts today. Uh, he celebrates on Sunday as well. So happy birthday to Rodney. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this, we say... <laughs> Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. That was a whole bunch, Ooh, Kelly. Thanks for no help.
1: I was going to let you take a breath. Wow. You stopped talking. Well, I was, it was like you're the micro machine guy. All right. Okay. Happy birthday today to O'Shea Jackson Jr., who is 32. That's Ice Cube's son, who played. Him in Straight Outta Compton Happy birthday to Floyd Mayweather Who is 46, the boxer Billy Zane from Titanic Is 57 today Uh, Sammy Kershaw is 65 today
0: My little baby loves me The Cadillac style How about some Sammy Kershaw My personal favorites She don't know she's beautiful She don't know she's beautiful She's beautiful. I love that one. The time I've told you so. Kelly's favorite Sammy Kershaw. Sammy Kershaw celebrating a birthday today.
1: Also celebrating today, Rupert Holmes is 76. You may remember him from this song. If you like
0: Dear (laughs) Brandon, is his brother, John. I don't know what that means, Kelly. Happy birthday to Rupert Holmes, who celebrates today.
1: Freak. On Saturday, This I think she's had the best job in the world. Rashida Jones will be 47. She played on Parks and Recreation. She played on The Office. She's the daughter of legendary music producer Quincy Jones. So happy birthday to Rashida. Yeah. Happy birthday to Chelsea Handler, who will be 48 tomorrow. Justin Jeffrey will be 50. That's JJ in 98 Degrees.
0: Ooh, see if you remember this one. I
1: do. I, do I
0: do cherish you. Cherish you. So Justin Jeffrey celebrates tomorrow.
1: Sean Astin will be 52. That's Bob on Stranger Things. And of course, Rudy. Ric Flair will be 74 tomorrow. Woo! Wrestling legend, the, the Nature Boy. Boy. <laughs> and celebrating on Sunday, Taylor Dooley will be 30. That's Lava Girl and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Nate Roos will be 41 from the band Fun in the Balmette.
0: That's a good one right there.
1: And I'm pretty sure this might be Brandon's long lost father, what? Michael Bolton.
0: Oh my gosh. Is
1: 70 on Sunday.
0: We must be cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we must be praised. Whoa, whoa. There's no communication. Whoa.
1: whoa. Roll down the window, sing it with it's us, new embarrass your children. How, How can we
0: be lovers awesome. if we? bolton brings people together you know what we should send him all around the world to bring the country and the world together michael bolton's birthday is sunday Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Michael Bolton, who turns 70 on Sunday. Happy birthday, Michael. Hope you have a good one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, uh, have you heard of the American Dolls? Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like a pretty big deal, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's American Doll stores and... I think they're relatively not cheap, right?
1: Right, and they have like all kinds of outfits, and there's different types of girls, and cultures, and hair, and and like accessories,
0: and houses, and everything. So, I mean, you can spend a lot of money on it, yeah. right? So, uh, and I'm not really like for people who don't really know, maybe like me, uh, is it like Barbie but jacked up Barbie, kind of like Big Barbie?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're about like this. They're 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 oh, bigger they're dolls, yeah.
0: So what is that, about uh, two feet tall, three feet tall? Maybe, maybe. Right, two feet tall. Yeah. Uh, They're about to uh, reveal and release a historical collection, historical characters. Uh, And let me let you know that these are not going back to like George Washington days, right? Okay. (laughs) They're going back to 1999. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh gosh. That's now historical. Uh, These uh, dolls are named Isabel and Nikki. Let me tell you about what they have. Isabel is going to be wearing a cable knit sweater. (laughs) With a collared shirt underneath. Also, there's going to be some knee-high socks and some platform heels. So basically, she looks like the movie Clueless, right? Yep. So then there's Nikki, who's a little more grunge, 90s grunge. Uh, Her bio says she's a skater. She's wearing a flannel shirt tied around her waist like Kelly is. Her hair has... Blonde highlights like Kelly's. (laughs) Yes,
1: I am so in style.
0: (laughs) Or a historic. This is (laughs) historic. They also say accessories come with these 90s dolls like a clear pink backpack, a barrette with pins on it. There's also going to be backwards hats. Yes. The necklace with the yin-yang thing on it. Uh, What else? Uh, Let's see. Your personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut. (laughs) There's also a desktop a desktop computer package which has a computer a desk, a cordless phone and other stuff.
1: Wow, that's kind of cool. Like I feel like there's going to be people my age that
0: want that. Yeah, I would yeah, that might freak me out if I saw that. Uh the American doll the American girls website says these dolls are selling for 115 bucks each. If you want a couple of the accessories, you can get a package for 151. The low low price of 151 bucks. Man, how bad do you want that It'll doll? It'll be hard to choose. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we mentioned a few minutes ago that uh, the American what's it called American dolls or American girls? What's it called?
1: American doll, American girl doll.
0: Yeah. So they're doing a vintage line set in 1999.
1: Mm.
0: Vintage, y'all. But there was a deal out that was talking about um, things that young adults, like people who are like working and you know, like they're young adults, Mm -hmm. they graduated college. Maybe, maybe some are still in college, but things that they've never done in life, right? And for those of us who might have remembered the 90s, this is going to be like, oh my goodness. Okay? Okay, I'm ready. Now, let's just walk through some of this stuff. 7% of adults now have never sent a letter in the mail. Wow. I can't tell you the last time I sent something in the mail that wasn't like a bill. And I don't even think we pay any bills via mail anymore. Do you?
1: Mm -mm.
0: Everything's online Mm -hmm. or or the bank draft? Yeah. That's crazy. When's the last time you mailed something?
1: I've mailed like a Mother's Day card or something
0: like that to my mom. That's just wild yeah. to me. Like we don't even have stamps. I don't even know where you get stamps anymore.
1: At a post office? I don't even
0: know how much stamps are these Online. days. How much are they? Remember when they used to be
1: 25 cents?
0: Yeah, you got the Elvis stamp for 25 cents. I was so excited when the Elvis <laughs> stamp came out. I went to the post office and got the Elvis stamp. Is that the
1: last time you went to the post office?
0: Probably so. <laughs> I did some tape trading in the 90s. Hmm. Wrestling tapes. of adults have never owned a landline phone. Oh, wow. Like, Kai would be like, if he saw that, he would wonder why it was attached to the wall.
1: Right, yeah, why is it plugged in?
0: Yeah, I don't think he would know what that was. Uh, 18% of adults have never used dial-up internet. (laughs) And that's what I started with.
1: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, because that does just seem so primitive.
0: And like, way back, it was real slow. Like yeah. it was it was so slow on my Netscape browser. I had to disable the images because my internet yeah, was so slow that right. the images wouldn't load.
1: Yeah, but do you remember there were certain sounds the computer or the dial-up would make and you would get so excited when it would make this certain sound cuz you kn- you knew that you were about to get through.
0: Yeah, so Kelly is really big into doing sound effects. She's almost like the guy from Police Academy. Uh, could you give me the dial-up sound effect from no, your memory? No,
1: I don't remember it. No, it was like a...
0: That's kind yeah, of it. Yeah, something like that. And then it would it would give you like a longer beep, and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm on!" Yeah, and
1: you hear, a... oh. And then all of a sudden, you would like it would stop, and you'd be like, "I think I'm on." And you'd refresh, and it would like go to aol.com,
0: yeah. or whatever. Or somebody would pick up the phone and disconnect you. Oh. Because that would happen. That, I'm on yeah. the internet. <laughs> uh, let's see here. 6% of adults have never watched a DVD. Uh, 15% of adults have never paid for something with a check. Uh, 9% have never owned a dictionary. And they, again, these are young adults. Yeah. 16% of young adults have never used a physical road map. Because, like, you know, you you used to bust those things out. And, like, if you were going to a different state, you would stop at, like, a truck stop or whatever, convenience store, and get the road map so you wouldn't get lost driving through the state.
1: But now you have Google Maps, and you can prop your phone up, and it tells you where to go with a voice.
0: Yeah, it's so wild how we used to Mm -hmm. have to do that. 11% of adults have never used a phone book to look up a number. Wow. And do you remember when there used to be information where you could call and you had to pay for information? Oh, but yeah. you could get information like I need to call Taco Bell or whatever. Right. Hey, can, hey, information. What did you used to have to say? Uh, was it? Information. Hey, information. I don't know if it was information. Was it operator? Hello, operator. I need the number to the Taco Bell on, you know,
1: I wonder what it was because it was something
0: you had to say something. Uh huh. Because I think toward the end, they had it automated, but you still had to say something so it knew what to look up.
1: I just remember we were threatened not to use the information number because it costs money.
0: Yeah, you couldn't do information. And if your friends lived long distance, you really weren't that good of friends with them. You had to write them a letter because long distance was expensive. Yeah,
1: and we get in trouble for using those numbers, a lot like you, when you get in trouble for using the 1-900 numbers. Easy
0: now. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Rihanna is back in the news this morning. Uh, if you remember, she performed at the Super Bowl. 118 million people watched her oh, at Oh, she did? It's a pretty big deal. She revealed <laughs> Just the, kidding the, the pregnancy, she did her songs, which all of a sudden skyrocketed mm-hmm. back up the charts. Yeah. That song had a major increase, major increase for this one. But Kelly, some people were not happy with her performance. What? <laughs>
1: That is absolutely crazy. What what would they say?
0: Well, there's a certain segment of people who likes to complain, and they wanted to complain about Rihanna to the FCC, basically saying that she did some disgusting stuff on television. Hmm. Uh, and when you complain to the FCC, that's a matter of trying to get uh, the television you know, company in trouble right. and stuff like that. Let me tell you how many complaints. You want to guess out of 118 million, how many people complained to the FCC? I want to know. 103. Wow. So out of 118 million people, there were 103 of them who thought, you know what, I am going to complain.
1: Wow, okay.
0: I did the math. Let me tell you, this comes out to point zero 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 nine percent
1: It would be interesting to see the performer that those 103 people would choose. I would be interested to see what they would choose.
0: Yes, maybe, maybe Tiny Tim. Would he maybe be good for that?
1: Also, all these people that are getting upset. Because of their children. Like, why don't they just turn the channel? Well. Or you could play bobbing for apples during halftime. Or you could play Pictionary. Or, hey, look, I'm going to draw a number and this number wins crayon. There's so many things you could do instead of complain. Just don't watch it. Because people have been complaining since 92. I think that's when everything started.
0: So, yeah, it's just wild because like when Janet Jackson and Justin did their halftime. That was 2004. It got a bunch of complaints and it was, it was a much different deal because right. of what was actually displayed. There were 540, uh, 540,000 complaints in 2004 compared to 103 complaints in 2023, which I think partly is like, you know, people are just kind of like over it. Like people aren't as sensitive, but there are 103 people who are really fired up at Rihanna. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Sometimes I have these random thoughts that just like pop into my head. And I had one of those thoughts, and I don't even remember what triggered the thought. But I started to think about how when you're young and you see people who are kind of, you know, like they're in their 30s or 40s or 50s, and, or maybe you think about what your grandparents, the age that they were when you were young, and you think that they have it all figured out. And, like, life is difficult when you're a kid because you got to figure things out. It's difficult in your teens and 20s. and But, like, you, you would think that there comes a point where people just have it figured out. Yeah. And then I think I've come to the realization that I don't know that anybody ever has it figured out. And I don't know if that's good, if that makes me feel comfortable, that, hey, maybe people are still going through trying to figure it out, or does that make me uncomfortable? Right. Like, oh, my gosh, nobody ever figures it out.
1: Like, we don't have an actual roadmap. We just have a roadmap with a million different directions we could go.
0: Right, we could take this in all these different, uh, in these different ways. But I was really thinking about that because I used to think, like, uh, thinking about, like, Pop, right, my grandfather. Like I thought he knew everything, Mm -hmm. whether I agreed with it when I was 18 didn't matter. But it was like, if you needed something, you needed advice or whatever you thought you could go to that guy. And you thought that that guy knew everything or that girl. And that person wasn't scared of anything and had no anxiety, no fear, no worry. And then when you get up to be in close to those ages or whatever, you start to realize, oh, my gosh, like I'm better than I was when I was 18. I'm better than I was at 20, better at 30, better than I was at 40. But I still don't feel like I have it all figured out, right? We still make mistakes. We still mess up. We still have concerns. We still have worries. We worry about finances. We Mm -hmm. worry about health. We worry about our kids. We worry about how we're going to make ends meet. All these different things that I guess our parents and our grandparents were going through, we just had no idea. I
1: think that our parents in that generation hid a lot of the stuff that they were going through a lot better than we do. Um, It was just kind of like, it's kind of what everybody, you know, you're supposed to have this certain image, yeah. you know, and with us, I think we've gotten better at, Hey man, I'm not perfect. Like, you know, as, as, as far as I want to say things to my son, I mm-hmm. want him to see the stuff that I went through, mm-hmm. you know, and see that there's struggles in life.
0: It's just so interesting because it's once you get there, you're like, okay, so am I going to be 65 and still be trying to figure it out mm, yeah. and still be nervous about certain things or like, I, I guess we do get better, but things just change and our worries change. And they become different things. Yeah, it's true. It's like different phases. But it was really this wild thought where I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I looked at like Pop or my mom or either of my nana's, Nana Peggy or Nana Doris, like they knew everything. Mm -hmm. And they were going to be the protector, the caretaker. They were going to make the food, clean the house. They were going to do all these different things. And money was always going to be there. Birthdays and Christmas were always going to be good. They never were mad at people. They never were angry. They never were, were worried. And now I realize as I get older, my gosh, they were doing that. Yeah. They had all those feelings. Mm-hmm. They just protected me from those feelings. Right, exactly. So at our age now, are we ever supposed to figure it out? Is there ever any time where somebody says, you know what, I got it figured out? Or when you think you have it figured out, is that basically you're done?
1: No, I don't think we're ever done. I don't think we ever have it
0: figured out. So you, you mean to tell me somebody could be 85 years old. And they still don't have it figured out. Here's
1: the thing. Mentally, they might have it figured out. But guess what's failing them right then? Physical. So yeah. now they're having to deal with their actual physical body. So I think it's just we are. I think we all get better with age, kind of. Or I feel like we do. But then we have to deal with stuff that is out of
0: our control,
1: like aging, it's our so bodies, up. you know, Damn. and it changes our,
0: our aspects in life. And our worries may change, but there's still going to be something there Yeah, yeah. well. I don't know. It was just a random, deep random thoughts. thought. Oh, I should have, I should have did my uh, my deep thoughts music, shouldn't I? You
1: should have, and yeah. I missed
0: a boat on that. Uh, but it does make me think about this. Uh, and I, it just hit me. I didn't plan to play this. But literally, life's a dance mm-hmm. that we learn as we go.
2: Life's a dance. we
0: learn as you go. Sometimes you Dance, you learn as you go. That song kind of fits it with does. how I was feeling about those thoughts. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, Kelly and I have been looking for a new career path over the last few months. Inflation's really kicking our butts, and this place ain't giving raises.
1: <laughs> I'm laughing, but.
0: <laughs> it's not funny. No, so we look every day to see if we can leave. Um, okay. I'm j- that's a joke, right? I was reading a thing that was talking about how people are now rage applying.
1: Okay, what does that mean?
0: And this is like when you're sick and tired of the place you're working and you leave angry about something, so then you go and apply for everything. (laughs) Like basically anything that will hire you to get you out, you're applying for all of that. Oh, wow. It's called rage applying. And basically, you're not not even really worried about what it is. You're just like, hey, get me out, get me out. I'm going to apply for this job and this job. I'm cool to move here. Oh, wow. And all that kind of stuff.
1: Have you ever rage applied?
0: Uh Yes, I have. I haven't applied for anything in a minute.: Yeah. like uh, probably six or seven minutes. but six or seven minutes. <laughs> seven, a couple of minutes. <laughs> hmm. you ever do you I, don't I mean... wonder
1: if they rage uh apply on the company's work
0: computer? Uh, probably so. I don't know. got to be careful about that. They, yeah. they can hack into your stuff.
1: That happened to you before? No, I'm just very
0: cautious. <laughs> okay. When's the last time you looked at job postings? Just it legit. Oh,
1: gosh. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Maybe when I was in Hawaii, I was like, I'm moving yeah. here. Like, that might have been, like, the last time. But I, you I know. look at
0: stuff like that, too. Yeah. Like, when you find a destination. And I had to remind my wife, like, the last time she got back from Nashville, she was ready to move again, right? And I'm like, you guys realize that the reason you get excited is because it's just different. Right. Like we've wanted to move everywhere we've ever visited <laughs> because it's just, you feel like you can just start over, but it yeah. doesn't really, it doesn't really no, work it, like it that. It doesn't. Other terms that kind of work with the workplace idea. Okay. Cause a lot of people are headed to work this morning. There's copycat layoffs. And this is the idea that, you know, some companies have to do layoffs because of whatever, but then other companies start copying because other people in their field are laying off. So you feel like it's okay. Oh, So, like, if a store is laying people off, the store who's the competitor can – oh, no, it's downsizing. Everybody's downsizing. Oh, God. Or they hold it over your head. You're just lucky to have a job Mm -hmm. because have you seen what they're doing across town? Right, right. Yeah, that's called copycat layoffs. There's also resentism. This is when you stay in a bad job because you don't really feel like you have options, and then you start to resent the job more and more and more. Hmm. There's also the bare minimum Monday. This is kind of this is kind of <laughs> funny. And I think this is probably most places where you kind of start the week and you just do enough to get by with the excuse that it's Monday. Let me just get through today and I the gotcha. rest of the week's going to hmm. be okay. That's bare minimum Monday. <laughs> they also say there's a thing called shift shock, and this is when you're excited about a new job, then you work there for a couple of days and realize you oh, hate it. No, a couple of days? Yeah, it's called New Hire's Remorse, too. Uh, There's a thing called career cushioning. That's when you don't necessarily hate your job, but you're always looking just in case. I mean, that's smart, I guess. You have a backup plan, career cushioning. And there's boomerang employees. And let me tell you about this one. This is one that if you do this, oh, man, you kind of mess up. This is where you quit your job because you don't like your job and you let everybody know you're ready to quit. Mm-hmm. And you leave your job and then realize your next job isn't that good and you want to boomerang back to the other one.
1: Remember all those things you said?
0: Exactly. Boomerang employees. Something to think about there as well. All career-minded stuff, but rage applying. That is the new deal that's going on. People get mad and they start applying everywhere. Brandon, Baxter in the morning. We're joined this morning by Brad Bobo from A State Athletics. Bradley, good morning. How are you?
2: Hello, everyone.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. How Brad, are you guys? Brad, was that almost a takeoff on Lance Russell?
2: Uh no, that would have been uh, yellow again, everybody.
0: <laughs> Lance Russell and <laughs> Dave Brown right along ringside. Yep. Uh
2: hey, Brad yeah, Brad. that's definitely uh, really like if I'm if I'm gonna recall a ball game or whatever. The producer will come on and say, "Hey, uh, you know, Brad, can can we get a mic check?" That is always my mic check.
0: Is it really? <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: Hmm. Yeah, hello, everybody. I'm Dave Brown, right along ringside.
0: The, the iconic guys from Channel Five. Hey, Brad and I. Uh, Brad went with me, and we talked about this earlier this week. Brad, um, on uh, on what was it Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday. We went to Nashville.
2: Yeah, we were out um, Tuesday. Yeah,
0: for the funeral service of uh, Jerry Jarrett. Uh, but it was kind of wild because we saw the legendary Dave Brown at the funeral and it was cool to,
2: yeah, to see it, it, him. Yeah. And, you know, he, he sort of, uh, uh, he, he got to represent the, the wrestling part of JJ's life, you know, cause it wasn't just, I mean, he was more than a wrestling guy. So we know that he was a wrestling guy that impacted things around here, you know, so greatly, but yeah. it was neat that they kind of had speakers from kind of, every different facet of stuff this guy was into.
0: So I made, um, <clears throat> I almost said the mistake. I watched the, the service again. I watched, I let, I let my wife watch uh, Dave talk. And then we watched Jeff Jarrett talk. And Brad, much like I was at the actual service, I was boohooing like a baby, watching my buddy up there doing his part at that at that service. It's just it was it was so real. And like at the end of the day, you're like, man, that is a human being talking about the relationship with his father that was both good at times and sometimes rocky. But it was so vulnerable and real.
2: Well, and, and you know, not to I mean, get way down in the weeds here is not what you called to talk about, but. Me too, like, you know, like, not just, you you were privy to not just information about kind of the ups and downs of that relationship, but, you know, also kind of, you know, well publicized things Jeff has dealt with. And so to be able to, you know, to stand there and do that, I mean, I, you know, for all he's been through, that takes an yeah. awful lot of strength.
0: And I think that's what got me because I'm sitting up there looking at this guy who's like, man, you know, not only is he a guy I looked up to when I was a kid, but he became one of my best friends. And to see him up there and, you know, it was a tough it was a tough day. And then I'm going to get emotional thinking about that now. Uh, So let's skip it. Let's get let's get back to to business at hand. Uh, Did you go did you go back to Arkansas State and tell everybody there that you found uh, somebody to make a donation to Arkansas State because we had the chance to hang out with a billionaire?
2: We did, yeah, yeah. We I, we did talk with a, a billionaire, and I didn't, uh, I didn't go back and tell him about that. But you know, I, I did tell folks, you know, on the flip side of that, just, hey, I really did do some work to trying to get a wrestling show in town.
0: <laughs> okay, you did do that. He made a pitch to Tony Khan of AEW, who is a billionaire, <laughs> by the way, nice. and the only billionaire that Brad and I probably will ever have the chance to talk to at this point. Uh, hey, we, we, we saw this deal that you guys were doing at Arkansas State with women's basketball. Yep. There's a game tonight against Texas State, and, and we did the Chancellor's Challenge, the shooting for tuition deal the last time I hosted. And I know you guys do that for every game. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you, you have the chance of somebody winning. But what you're telling me is that tonight's game, it is guaranteed that a current Arkansas State student will win free tuition for a semester. Guaranteed.
2: That's absolutely true. And uh, the chancellor's office and, and the more, so there's some, I thank Dr. Todd Shields for continuing this. Cause right. It had, it had gone on. This is his first season here, but it's is something that's happened before. Mm-hmm. So number one thanks Dr. Shields for wanting to continue to do it. And then thanks to a couple of good a state folks and John and Marsha Kitterman down in central Arkansas, who kind of partner with the chancellor's office on this deal where they're going to give a semester of, tuition to an a state student you know and there were you know 18 men's basketball games this is the 14th women's game of the season Mm -hmm. and had somebody hit the half court shot the first home game of the year would have been over right Right. there would have been no more half court challenge right but here we are in the last night of the season nobody has hit it yet people have come dangerously close and some people have not come
0: close at all
2: (laughs) right but it's it, it it's sort of like, I mean, to go back to wrestling, there must be a winner.
0: How crazy is that? So the way it's going to work is at halftime, which is typically where we do the Chancellor's Challenge, there's going to be a student yep. who gets up and makes the shot. If that person misses, essentially at the end of the game, it's open season on half-court shots.
2: Yeah, we'll, now we'll try to do it in, a, in an orderly fashion, but <laughs> there, we'll line them up and uh, we'll stay until somebody hits it.
0: So, Brad, yeah, it, it, if so there's 500 with, with people... With
2: all due respect, with all due respect to uh, whoever gets chosen to shoot it at halftime tonight, uh-huh. I hope they miss it. Oh, you can't say that. I do. I can say that. And, and I mean, I mean, if they win, I mean, listen, I, I hope they miss it, and then I hope they hit it after the game. Okay. But well, I would love to see it come down to... Can you imagine a each student show tonight? They're all keyed up about waiting for after the game to shoot for tuition, and the person at halftime hits it,
0: and it's over. <laughs> yeah. But I look at it like this: like you think about, um, you know, let's say there's five hundred people, a thousand people that are lined up. There's going to be parents who hear this this morning. They're going to be reaching out to their current students, saying, "Get your yes. butts to the game mm-hmm. tonight. We need <laughs> that semester of tuition paid for."
2: Yeah, that's the thing. I thought well, when you and I talked about doing this, like you know, I, I'm not really thinking about. It you know, using your platform here to tell the students about it. We're use up. We'll make sure, because listen, I, I've got teenagers. Yep. They would have this going on and not tell me, or you know, So right. we're telling the parents, we're talking to the parents <laughs> of Arkansas state students right now that, get your student on the phone and say, I know you have a chance to win t- tuition tonight, so you better be there.
0: That's really cool. And a lot of times, Brad, and this is, I want to give a shout out to the chancellor's office and the Kitterman's and Ar- in Arkansas State in general, because a lot of times when you do contests like this, you know, some people can do a- an insured contest. Hey, if you get this yes. hole in one, somebody wins a car and, and you kind of hope you go the, the season without somebody winning. So this could have been a deal where you guys built it up and then didn't give tuition away, but to come out and say, Hey, you know what? We want there to be be a winner. I think that speaks highly for what you guys are doing at Arkansas State.
2: Yeah, that's the cool part is that you know, like you said, a lot of those contests are insured, and and you know it's you know if nobody wins it just ends, and mm-hmm. if nobody would hit it at halftime tonight. It was over. Yeah. So the, the kicker is that you know <laughs> uh, if it takes you know, if it gets to the post game tonight, it takes one shot, five shots. 500 shots. We're going to sit there until somebody hits one from half court tonight.
0: That is is so cool. So what time is the game tonight?
2: The game is at 7 against Texas State. It's also, by the way, happens to be an important ball game from the standpoint that um, it's our senior night, but we've got a chance. You know, this this women's team is playing very, very well right now. They've won three straight, four out of five. And if they win tonight, uh, they get to – They've played their way out of the first day of the up tournament. They won't have to play on the wow. first day of the tournament since the week. They'll get a bye. So uh, there's a lot on the line from that standpoint, potentially depending on what happens to the rest of the league. Texas State's got a chance to play for a share of the conference title tonight. So oh, it's wow. big for both teams. Uh, last game of the regular season, last basketball game of the season at first national bank arena. And on top of giving uh, the students, a chance to win tuition, uh, student activities board, uh, us uh, athletics, the textbook brokers are giving the uh, one, first 100 students with their ID tonight uh, a Wolf of up t shirt.
0: Oh, wow. Hey, hey, yeah, you guys have done a great job this season in uh, basically incentivizing the students to be there and to show up. And a shout out to the team with the student activities board, too. I had the chance to deal with them last week. and. Uh, they're fired yep. up, man, and they want to get people to the games. And there's a big game tonight. It's Arkansas State and Texas State shooting for tuition. It's going to be the Chancellor's Challenge at halftime, and then again after the game if there isn't a winner at halftime. Uh, Brad, tickets. If they want them, tell them how to get them.
2: Oh, just go to uh, astateredwolves.com/slash/ticket. If you want to buy them in advance and have them delivered, you know, right to your phone. Have a mobile ticket. You can do that on the website, or uh, you'll walk up again. Tickets will be sold uh, as a ticket booth in the yellow entrance tonight at First National Bank Arena. There you
0: go. It's Brad Bobo live from the Tower at Arkansas State University. Brad, have a great day, and we'll see you tonight, okay? See you guys. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, keep in mind we have a podcast, and the podcast is basically almost every show we do. And then sometimes there's after shows thrown in there and random stuff and mm-hmm. interviews and stuff like that. But you guys can check it out anywhere you get podcasts Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. It's everywhere. Just search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight and this weekend?
1: Well, tomorrow night, Woody Harrelson hosts Saturday Night Live and Jack uh, Jack White is the music guest. On Sunday, American Idol, Episode 7 of The Last of Us and the 10th season premiere of The Blacklist.
0: All right, hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.